We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? How do we start? Shall I start? Yeah, go on. Okay, here's me starting. <clears throat> <laughs> Is that your starting noise? Yeah, you have to start, clear your throat, keep that in. <laughs> Good evening. I assume, I assume they're listening in the evening. Probably listening in the morning, I'd say, more likely. And On the way to work. This is too strong for a morning podcast. <laughs> mm, I don't know. You wouldn't drink your first tin of monster energy drink as soon as soon as you wake up you wouldn't down the can to it would you no no you, you you save it you save it for the train the way home okay so this is like uh you've had a, you've had a long day you're gonna crack open your can of monster energy drink as you put it maybe a bottle of prime drink if you manage to get hold of one. Oh, yeah if you're one of the lucky few it's very popular isn't it and uh or a can of uh, tenant super tea yeah something really strong or like a bottle of vodka hidden in a Paper bag. Yeah, it's this that kind of podcast. It's that kind of podcast, isn't it? On a train or on a bus. I'd say more like on a bus. On a bus, yeah, or uh, in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. You finish work, you've downed the litre bottle of vodka mm-hmm. and you've passed and out in a ditch. And Yeah, sometimes you're like, I'm too tired to walk all the way home. Yeah, This ditch looks pretty comfy. I'm going to sleep in there. Yeah, that's right. So... Welcome to Watching Films on the Toilet. Hello. On the Toilet. This is Eamon. The other man is Ben. Hi. This is a podcast about two tired dads with young kids Mm. uh, who like watching violent action films and horror films. Uh, Obviously, you can't watch them with our children, so we watch them on the down low in the toilet. That's right. That's what we do. And don't Mm. pretend you... Sorry, a little bit of Statham was coming in there. I did. It's what we do, and don't pretend you don't do it either. And do you know what? We di- actually did a marginal bit of market research because there have been loads of studies saying that people do do that. So what, what market research did we do exactly? I, did you do that? or? Yes, I read an article that said uh, a load of, load of blokes in particular like watching stuff on their phones in the toilet. Sort of accidental research. You didn't set upon that. You just. I actually read it after we'd started the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. All right, perfect. Yeah. So today we are going to be discussing Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which is directed by Peyton Reed, Hmm. uh, who's directed the other Ant-Mans. Yes, and some other uh, middle-of-the-road films as well, I believe. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. First of all, Eamon, Mm -hmm. do you have any correspondence? We do indeed. I think I need to give a bit of background because we had a lot of answer phone messages Mm. on the Watching Films on the Toilet hotline. Oh, tons. Last week, Ben told this story about basically what a great guy he was and how he, there was a traffic jam and he took upon himself to sort everyone out, get everyone in line. Yes. And then kind of was kind of like a bit of a hero. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, interestingly, we've had a few... A few messages from people who were there. Oh, okay. Excellent. I'll, I'll look forward to hearing them thank me. 
So yeah, let me just just start playing them. Here we go. They send flowers as well, or no? Just just the messages. Okay, all right. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hello, my name is Gregory Peck. I was there in the traffic melee last week, which Ben heroically sorted out. I can categorically confirm that Ben was a total badass in the way he handled the situation. Not only did he resolve things very efficiently, when one of the drivers started mouthing off at him, Ben knocked him out with a sweet roundhouse. I think Ben is really cool. Best wishes, Gregory Peck. Wow. Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck. <laughs> All right. Who's, uh, no. Who sounds like he's from the West Country, even though this yeah, happened I, I, in, uh, outside of London. People from the West Country can move to London, Ben. We did. We did, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here's the next one. Dear watching films on the toilet, I happened to be present for the traffic incident that Ben described last week, and I can tell you it was, if you excuse the pun, an absolute car crash. When Ben started to give instructions to, inverted commas, take control of the situation, his voice broke like a teenager, immediately <laughs> losing any credibility. His standard directions were halting and awkward, and only served to make the situation much worse. When he was confronted by an angry driver, he tried to run away, but knocked himself out when he ran into a lamppost. Whilst he was unconscious, he pissed his pants. Kind regards, John Pullman. <laughs> I mean, he's, that's a painting a very different picture, isn't he, John Pullman? <laughs> I think maybe John was a little bit jealous of uh, my actions, but yeah. let's see what the... Third one, There's I'm assuming. One more. Yeah, it was the always one that three. may or may not confirm yeah. the story. Yes. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Greetings. <laughs> I was one of the many bystanders when Ben sorted out a complicated traffic jam. I thought he did an admirable job under very challenging conditions. So bravo, I say. There's only one small, somewhat yeah. insignificant detail that I would like to correct. Ben said he did the degeneration X symbol on top of his car when the incident had passed. I cannot remember this happening. However, I did see him do the wanker gesture at an elderly woman for ages. He did it continuously as he walked from his car right up to her wheelchair. Not a big deal, but just wanted to set the record straight. <laughs> that was a... Well, so... I mean, sign an old lady three very different <laughs> takes on the yeah. situation uh, two of them definitely false what's that um, Kurosawa film where it's told from different perspectives is it Rashomon or something like that <laughs> for you to compare that uh, to, to Rashomon but yeah yeah yeah, it's very, very similar very, isn't it? Sim very much the same I'm guessing you're going to say the Jana guy was the most accurate absolutely yeah he, he had it spot on not the guy who said you pissed your pants or did the sign an old woman <laughs> that's, that's outrageous i've actually changed my mind about the whole post-apocalyptic mm. situation mm. so on valentine's day when i woke up i was kind of drowsy on my bed i had my arms up on my pillow on my on my back mm. and i'm a very jumpy person yeah so anyway my wife walked around the bed and she leant towards me she said to to give me a kiss on the cheek mm. and i jumped and elbowed her <gasps> right in the face what? Um, and I busted her lip open <laughs> and she ran to the toilet yeah. uh, to the to the sink and she was bleeding yeah. profusely yeah. into the sink um, I then felt mm. sick and had to run to the toilet to throw why up why did you feel sick I, th I didn't throw up I was able mm. to breathe my way out of it but I was going to be sick it wasn't the squeamishness it was just like 
just the fact that I'd done that to the my sheer wife. sheer elation. It was just the sheer mm. horror. So for that reason, and then I just felt awful mm. for the rest of the day, I don't think I'd do very well in like a post-apocalyptic, violent situation. I think I'd... What are you talking about? Chin, your first woman. <laughs> I do have sharp elbows. Yeah. So. You, get, you know, you should be not proud, but, you know, not ashamed either. Those are the kind of skills you'll need in a post-apocalypse. I, well, I'm, I'm very jumpy, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I would react quickly, not necessarily in a way that I would yeah. want to. You know, and yeah. the, the person who's coming to rip you off might not necessarily be a big henchman. It might might be a nice looking lady. That's true. That is true. Want to give her one of those big elbows in the face you like giving them? So, so, so you, you you're seeing this as a plus. Well, you were saying you didn't think it would serve you well in the post apocalypse. I'm pointing out, yeah. it, it probably would. It but, wasn't. It wasn't so much the elbow. Mm. It was more my reaction to it afterwards. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I think I, think it, I would crumble quite quickly if it was me. I, I mean, I can. I can fathom touch laying my hands on on a woman in an aggressive way i mean it'd be awful i would i then i get made of mincemeat very quickly which you on the other hand very aptly let the elbows fly regardless of gender well you know Eamon, it's funny you should mention that because we've actually got a letter here uh, from your wife <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah <laughs> um so <laughs> I mean, it all, it all comes full circle, yeah, doesn't okay, it? interesting. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. read it. So it says this. So it's, dear, dear Ben and Eamon, she did address mm-hmm. both of us. Uh, Eamon's wife here. His main wife, yeah. not the podcast wife, he mentions from time to time. Yes, I do listen to the show. In the last episode, Eamon claimed I wouldn't last a minute in a post-apocalyptic situation, mm. going so far as to say I would literally get eaten alive. Yeah. While that might be the case... You, Eamon, mm. aren't quite the survivalist you claim to be, and here's why. Okay. First, you'd rather make people laugh than do the job you've been asked to do. <laughs> Remember when we went camping last summer? Instead of erecting our tent, you called the kids over, wrapped yourself in it, and said, I'm a small lady in an oversized dress. <laughs> they found it quite funny until okay. you got caught in a holly bush and <laughs> tore the tent to shreds, and we had to spend the night in a hotel. Also, you are not fit. Last week, (laughs) we all had to run for a train. And for the duration of our journey, approximately 40 minutes, you were wheezing like a dog toy. (laughs) An old man asked me if you were okay, and he had to be wheeled down a ramp onto the platform. (laughs) And let's not forget your well-documented anger issues. Mm. Last Saturday, when the car had a flat tire and you couldn't get the bolts off, you threw the wrench across the road and accidentally knocked a boy off his bike. Then you had to hide behind the car until the ambulance left. Great job. I could go on, Eamon, but I think I've made my point. You wouldn't yeah. last five minutes. And if you did, I'd probably end up eating you myself. Oof. Lots of love. Eamon's wife. Oh, wow. There you go. So Talk about a gut punch. I mean, that's. I'd say she's got a pretty strong case. Yeah, I was slightly embarrassed she mentioned all that stuff that I did. It's very personal. I know, and... Interesting, wasn't it, how uh, elderly people in wheelchairs featured in uh, both correspondence? <laughs> yeah, strange coincidence. Mm. But, you know, it was, mm. I'm glad she did that because I, I shared a very personal story and you now she's shared some very personal things about you. So I actually feel 
I feel better. Yeah. I feel a lot better. So thanks, yeah. Amy's wife. Didn't mention anything about me um, chinning her, did it? There was a PS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I read that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We got any toilet news, Eamon? Yes, we have. Potty line bling. The bizarre oh. details behind Drake's personal toilet. I don't really understand this news article. It's written by an Israeli magician <laughs> uh, for the New York for the New York Post. So he's, he's talking about his celebrity friends, and he says uh, Drake has a nice thirty-five thousand square foot house in mm. Toronto. Big rooms, big place, big money, big ego. <laughs> There's twenty-eight Johns. Twenty-eight. One fixation. Nobody's allowed to peep or pee in his personal loo. Forget emergency. He does not, not let guests use, borrow, or investigate his very own can. Mm. Also, not that this comes up a lot in conversation, nor was I ever invited to partake of his men's private room, but I'm told he will only buy red toilet paper for it. Red? Mm. Fair enough. He's got loads of money. He can do what he wants. Like, he doesn't have to let anyone use his toilet. Red toilet paper, though? Yeah. I had a rumour about Justin Bieber that he wears like a clean pair of underwear every day. And then gets rid of them. Do you think Drake has a new toilet every time he goes? Maybe. I mean, he's got 28 Johns. I I think if I had a house that big and that many toilets, I'd probably have my very own, very private toilet. I don't blame Drake for that. I do 28 toilets. Why? Why do you need that many? I assume it's they're all en suites. Maybe he's worried that all of his party guests will get food poisoning at the same time. Because he's notoriously cheap. He is. He always serves old prawns. Old prawns, two month out of date hummus. Oh, he's notorious for that. He was rapping about his out of date hummus. Yeah. <laughs> I keep I keep my hummus for too long, and then the, the yeah keep going. <laughs> and then the toilet game is strong. Oh yeah, that's, that's why I have so many mm. toilets are like ten a penny to me. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, those. That was pretty that good. Freestyle that, Eamon. Freestyle that. Mate, I mean, you never would have known. I, th- I assume mm-hmm. that was one of his hits. My favourite bit was when he said, not very sure of himself, to me. <laughs> Rappers are known, aren't they, for their, their lack of sort of confidence. Yes, vulnerability. Yeah. That's very much part of the game, uh, the rap game. I, you're, not, <laughs> you're not as familiar with it as I am. I At least that's that. what I think. That's another classic <laughs> yeah. Drake lyric. Yeah. It might be. It might be there, that. Or it might not. Yeah. Is it, yeah, there's normally the sort of under the breath. Yeah. There might be loads of, of women who want to have sex with me. I'm not sure, though. You you want to come back to mine? You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Got a, I've got a massive house with, with one toilet no one can see. It's a secret. <laughs> it's not weird, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds weird, but it's not. Sounds weird, but it's not. <laughs> so many toilets. So many toilets. I mean, the challenge is, could you use every single toilet in a day? Oh, you know, you're supposed to do that exercise your pelvic floor muscles, aren't you? If you're men or ladies, I suppose you're supposed to exercise your pelvic floor as you get older. Okay. And the best way for a guy to do it is to try and stop yourself during midwee. See if you can stop the wee. All right. And then restart and try. And if you do that four or five times, that's a good way of um, exercising your pelvic floor. Sounds quite fun anyway. It's really great fun. Stop. Go. You have to say that, don't you? 
Yeah, in fact, I've conditioned myself so much now that yeah. I have to hear myself say go yeah. before I can do a wee. Do you forget? Do you panic a bit? You're like, stop. And then you wait. Oh, God, what? Yeah. Oh, go, sorry. Or if I'm doing, mm. uh, doing a wee in a uh, haunted house. Which happens all the time, doesn't it? Which I don't want to have to say go out loud <laughs> in case the ghosts hear me. Stop. Stop. <laughs> go. Like a really powerful wee. So there we go, Drake there and his toilet. Drake there with his uh, lack of self-confidence and many, 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 many jans. Anyway, hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Let's not yeah. forget the Wasp. Uh, Quantumania. Yeah. Which hmm. my son pointed out has the word Ant-Man in it, which I hadn't realised. What? Quantumania? Yeah. How did you see this movie? Very cross about this. I went to a showing in a local cinema. The time that, that I could only really go to was on the IMAX screen. Oh. It was like £20. Oh, mate. So that's how I watched it. What about you? I actually went to see it with my kids um, because they like these movies. I mean, that goes against the, the entire concept. Of it the really show. does. I'm, I'm really um, I'm breaking the rules. But as usual, we all went to the toilet before and after, so that's okay. Um, what did you drink for me then to uh, sustain my summer wee, which I haven't written. I, I haven't written a summer wee, I completely forgot. That's what I haven't done. Hmm, how am I going to get around that? I could just make it up. Yeah. All right, let's do this. And if you freestyle a piece of brilliance, then all credit to you. And if it's terrible then that'll be a lesson learned that's it i normally write the summary but i f- i forgot uh so i'm going to it's going to be off the cuff yeah uh spoilers coming by the way mm. so uh yeah what you, what are you going to drink for me to do it well you know in the film they drank some red goo which yes, magically they did. helped them hear like translate mm. like babel fish so you drank goo so i was trying to find like the, the nearest thing to uh red goo mm so I just microwaved a jar of raspberry jam. And That's drank a that. great idea. That's yeah. a good idea. So hot that uh, it burnt, burnt my innards. Excellent. That's, see, this is the kind of work we put in for this mm. podcast. Mm. You know? Well, you do. I, I oh, just yeah, forget. You've, you've, you've not done anything. No, I haven't. They'd make some notes, but not about that. That's the <laughs> first time ever I've done that. Yeah, it is. I'm getting a little bit over, overconfident, I suppose. Well, well. Let's see if this will be and... the making of, of young Ben. Or I'm not, undoing. I don't think so. Okay, all right. Um, okay, well, let's just give it a go. Okay, well, you have a minute and 12 seconds. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so there's actually quite a lot going on in this film. Now I'm put on the spot. Uh, we begin with Paul Rudd, Ant-Man. Um, he's living life as a man who's saved the world, as a superhero who's mistaken for spider-man but appreciated in san francisco um turns out his daughter has set up a message a signal which allows her to map somewhere called the quantum realm which is a mysterious place that ant-man once visited and was saved from and his mother-in-law that's right michelle pfeiffer spent 30 years in and she won't tell anyone what happened so i'm sure it's fine um then they uh, get sucked into the quantum realm which is this weird strange alien world um and they're, they're everyone's panicking the whole family so paul rudd and michelle pfeiffer and michael douglas and his daughter cassie and the wasp uh evangeline lily they're all in the quantum realm 
and they have to get out because it's bad and there's all these aliens in it and it turns out there's a really bad man who's taken over and his name is Kang uh, and it takes us a long time to find out who he is because Michelle Pfeiffer still won't tell anyone about him even though they're there and he's a big threat and eventually we find out who he is um, and then they fight him and big ants come and a man who's uh, yellow jacket from one of the other films is a man with a big head called Modoc. and then they win and that's it I'm not very good at it, am I? It didn't really work without having written it. Minute 25, so... Yeah. Overrun. I was, I was suddenly overwhelmed by all the stuff that happened in the film. It's quite a lot of story. What do you want to say to the listeners? Um, sorry? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I felt like um, I was falling down a hole mm. and just kept falling down the hole. I couldn't actually watch you. Like I wasn't watching. Our, we're on the same. We always did this on the Zoom call, and I couldn't actually watch Ben. I started scrolling the internet because it was so toe curling. Next one's going to be immense. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Learn from this. Anyway, I think the the fact that I was so uh, I struggled so much there does say quite a lot about the film. What are your initial thoughts, Eamon? Uh I thought it was. Uh, well, the acting was bad. Really? Yeah, I thought. Okay. I thought maybe Jonathan, is it Jonathan Majors? Yes. Who plays Kang, I think was best. He's clearly yeah. a good actor. Yeah. Um, but it just really, it was. It reminds me of like um, the Star Wars prequels type of acting. Oh, wow. Where someone's just gone like, oh, your motivation is to be excited. And yeah. oh, I'm not going to tell you anymore. <laughs> and yeah, so it's kind of felt like people were acting in generalities rather than than reacting to specific things. What did yeah. you think of the acting? Did you, were you, you seem quite surprised at me saying that. I didn't, I wouldn't say it was bad. I thought people, I thought they tried hard. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoy Paul Rudd. He's very charming. I, I quite liked that Michelle Pfeiffer was given so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed spending time with her and actually her story and backstory and everything she had going on with Kang was one of the parts that I enjoyed the most when she first mm. met him, um, the the build up to that, because he was the best part of the film. So basically all the time we spent with him when he was terrifying, I thought it was quite exciting. I think the thing that I annoyed me most about this is mm. they kept on going, oh, we're in the quantum realm. It's all yes. crazy. We can't predict anything. But what they actually meant is everything's just exactly the same as it is in the real world, but mm. things just look a bit different. So yeah. instead of like a pervert at a bar, there's a pervert at a bar who looks like a bit of broccoli. That's true. And you fly a plane with goo instead of joysticks. Yeah. It felt like it really didn't deliver on its promise of weirdness. Of weird. Just, yeah, it wasn't weird enough, was it? How did you feel about Modoc? He was weird, Creepy. right? Yeah. He was weird. They went weird with him. Yes. And I think I think he worked. I couldn't get over his his face. I don't know what they've done on it, but <laughs> Yeah. I like the part where they showed how he'd been put in the suit and you just saw his little bum behind his head. <laughs> That's right, yeah. It was so odd. And he and the <laughs> he died saying he says something like, At least I died an Avenger. That was pretty That was funny. good. Um would you if you were Ant Man hmm. sorry, Ant Man, would you would you go big or would you go small? Which one would you choose? Oh, go big. Yeah? Yeah, and then I would find uh, the houses of everyone who slighted me and then stomp them down. That's what I'd do with my time, just spend it roaming around, 
Stop yeah. down the houses of people who are hated. Oh, okay. What would you do? I think I'd go, I'd go a bit small. It would be like you were a little toy man. Yeah. And uh, everything would be really big. Just looking around my kitchen. and. It would be good if you were really hungry and you had yeah. a uh, small oh biscuit. All of a sudden, you could become massive. Yeah, or a big a packet of crisps. What are your thoughts on um, bugles? I had some bugles the other day. They're walkers bugles, mm. I believe. Why, why were you asking about bugles? Well, it was all about making food bigger. Or yourself, food bigger in, in relationship to yourself. Oh, so you could, you, could have, you could have some fun with a bugle. You could make it a little house for yourself. Oh, you could, yeah. Yeah, like a teepee. You'd, or a hat. Yes. Right. I mean, it could, if you were that small, it'd be a huge hat. Well, you can scale yourself appropriately, though. True. Although Ant-Man tends to go, like, really small. He did push the button a few times, didn't he, and get smaller and smaller at one point. Yeah, I'm sure it's scalable. It's not one set height. You really want a bugle as a hat, don't you? You you want this to work. Well, I'm... Yeah. Can you imagine walking into work, sit down in your office, idiot in the office is like, uh, oh, you're for lunch today. And you'd be like, I'm wearing my lunch. <laughs> go, do what you mean. I'm wearing my lunch. Yeah, you'd say exactly like Steven Seagal. Yeah. And then um, you'd, once he gave you like a dumb look, you would just roll your eyes, just break a bit off your bugle hat, pop it in your yeah. mouth. Okay. Where am I lunch? Hang on. Wait. No, because you, you wouldn't be wearing the lunch, would you, when he said that? So you'd say, I'm wearing my lunch. You'd then have to shrink down, get the bugle, put it on your head, and then resize yourself so that the bugle was the hat, but at actual size, so that he could see. That it was your hat. You know what I mean? It's quite long-winded. No, I would go in small. Oh, so you'd be like, I'm wearing my lunch. Oh, look, look at this. I'm wearing my lunch. Like that. Yeah. I don't think it it doesn't sell as well. If you were able to, I'm wearing my lunch, bang, bang. But, oh, yeah, you are. Then, Mm. you know, that would be more shocking. This guy who is Stephen Scarf for some reason. I think he'd be more impressed with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this is my equivalent of your uh, dog shit summary. Should have given it more thought. I guess it is. You need to, you need to think about that. Well, I mean, you said teepee. That's not exactly funny, is it? At least wearing a crisp as a hat is slightly amusing. It's just an observation. I'm just. It's like you know. You can yeah, see but, it. Yeah, Ben. You? This is not an. Ob- this is not things that the, the things that make sense. Podcast. It's supposed to be like, somewhat funny. If you just want to list conical objects, then without any sort of sense of humour, then that's shut, fine. Sh- sh- just bite the top off the bugle, and you could wear it as a nice little uh, corn corn skirt. Yeah, there we go. How about that? Is that funny? Is yeah. that funnier? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, clothes. So it's the same as what I said, but it's better. It's better. It's, yeah, it's better. better. It's be- no, no, it's better, better than your old one, not better than mine. No, it's better. The dress is funnier. If you'd said dress to begin with, then yes, but... If the guy said, what are you having for lunch? I'm wearing my lunch. And then you shrink up and you've got a massive eagle skirt. Like, yeah. that would be funnier. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, that would be better than, than what you said. Well, it'd be better than a teepee, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm going for lunch in my lunch. You could have said that. And then you go into the teepee. Why TP would you be and taking eat. a teepee into work? <laughs> I mean, said the bugle. You shrink into the te- into the bugle, which is a teepee, and then you go and eat your lunch in it. Nah, doesn't scam. <laughs> it's got to be clothing. I mean, it's not as good. I'm just saying it. You know. No, it's, anyway. I'm just saying it's terrible. You you laid into me. 
going up. Oh, this doesn't stack up. At I mean, you started this. Let's not. Don't. You started it. I was fine with this. You you were the one that was being mean. You're no, Kang. I'm you, Ant-Man. You were, Here you were, we are. This is it. We've proved it. You, you won't so, let it go. You won't I mean, let you it go. Any, I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> you, you were the one is saying... You, you did a, like a, a forensic breakdown of yeah. my... How, how the, the bugle hat would work. So yeah. you started it. <laughs> I was just suggesting that the bugle hat would look... I like the bugle hat idea. <laughs> I was just suggesting that it would look funnier. <laughs> look funnier if the person was actual size with a bugle hat. Oh, God. I feel like we've been talking about this for ages. I'm far more passionate about this discussion than I am Ant-Man. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite cross. What about the film? The bugle hat. That you were going, you basically gaslighting me. You throw that word you're around. Going, joke Don't you throw that word and then, around. And then going like, when I tried to shout you back, you went, you started it. That's, that is gaslighting. You laid into my summary to start with. It's the first thing that happened in this podcast. I asked you to apologize, and then I said, let's <laughs> yeah, move exactly. on. Exactly. That's not exactly. laying in. That was, you know, that's, that was manners. <laughs> that was what about one of those bras that Madonna wears, two bugles? Yes. Yeah, okay. That would be pretty good, wouldn't it? That's a brilliant way. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I'm wearing my love. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, the, the, that's brilliant. Well done. I mean, if you'd said that to begin with. <laughs> Yeah, but never gone down. Is it brilliant? I'm not sure if it's brilliant. I think I'm, I'm just willing to, yeah, yeah let's look for any handhold out of this hole. So, what would you do with this film? Would you flush it like uh, Kang's hopes of escaping the quantum realm are flushed away mm-hmm. by Ant-Man? Very good. Oh, and the Wasp, mm-hmm. in case you forgot. Uh, or would you fish it out like Modoc? is fished out of the quantum realm again when he it's all crumpled and mashed up and then turned into a big face with a bum. <laughs> what would you do? Oh, I would flush this. I was very yeah. uh, very disappointed with it. What about you? Despite everything I've said, mm. I did actually quite enjoy it. Mm. I came out with a smile on my face um, and there were parts of it that I thought, oh yeah, that, I like that. So... I think I'm going to fish it out. Mm. It, it entertained me for two hours. And it was only two hours. Interesting. So, yeah. Right. Are you sure, so there we go. You sure about that? That rests comfortable in your conscience, does it? That decision yeah. you've just made? Yeah. It, we're going to flush it away. I'm okay with that. Yeah, there's no... You weren't going to say anything else. No, Kang. Enjoy Kang and... You're like, you've not changed your mind for... No. For, no, for no. reasons that didn't have to do with the film. Not at all. Huh. No, Okay, no, just... Well, <laughs> well yeah, I'm just asking. It's fine. Um, all right, cool. So that's that. There we go. That's that. So mm-hmm. that's that film. Uh, now it's time for this week's top of... In which uh, myself and Eamon will guess each other's top five choices of movies based mm. on a particular theme. The winner gets to pick the next film. Mm. The loser 
man. gets to forfeit. And this week's theme is time travel movies. That seems about right. And there's a lot of good ones, aren't there? There really are. There's Tenet, and there's a lot of good ones. <laughs> good. Cool. All right. Well, you lost last week? I did indeed. Yeah. I can see it in your eyes. So you get the first guess. Great. I think this might go quite quickly. Let's see how this goes. So my first guess, this is a double. Okay. Terminator 2. Yeah. Yeah. Few. Of course. Few. Of course. Has to be in there. Okay, good. So I'm going to say Interstellar. Yes. 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 Now, I will say Back to the Future. Yeah. Hmm. It's got to be on the list. It's not on my list, um, but I, I think it's make the preeminent time travel film. Not on your list. What's wrong with you? You think, you think you're some sort of playboy, don't you? Just cool. Really cool. Right, okay. Well, I'm going to say for you then, Edge of Tomorrow. No. Okay. For you, I will say 12 Monkeys. Yes. Ooh. Oh, well done. Well done, you. <laughs> yeah, my list was pretty Clean obvious sweet. because there's some very strong like mm. classics that we would all consider to be classics, but apparently not. Mm. Yeah, I think 12 Monkeys is a great film. And what I should have done is chosen the short stills black and white French film that 12 Monkeys is based on called <laughs> Le Jeté, which is a beautiful <laughs> film. Oh, uh, very much, you know, yes. the time of stills and uh, black and white. Okay. But I didn't choose that. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Here we are. I've d- done are. a gigantic win. So, what was on your list, winner? Terminator 2, Interstellar, uh, Planet of the Apes, Groundhog Day, and Arrivo. Arrival. Mm. <sighs> what did you have? Back to the Future, Terminator 2, 12 Monkeys, Groundhog Day, and Donnie Darko. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty good. And Eamon, last week you had a forfeit, which was to <laughs> tell um, old Dave Batista that he looked like Hans Molman from The Simpsons. I did. How'd indeed. that go? Well, it went a little, little something like this. So I'm here in Los Angeles, California, to insult Hollywood action man and former wrestler Dave Batista. Here outside his house, just going to press the doorbell. Hello, Mr. Batista. Yes. I'm here to tell you that your crinkly head, which is covered with sparse stubble, very much puts me in mind of the Simpsons character Hans Molman. Do you have any follow up questions? No. Okay, Dave Batista, thanks for your time. It's nice seeing you. Lovely. Hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so you get to pick the next movie that we watch. Yeah. Our next film is going to be, guess, a black comedy slash mm-hmm. thriller, Cocaine yeah. Bear. Yes, yes. <laughs> Cocaine Bear, about, good choice. About a black bear that eats eats a load of uh, cocaine and goes on a murderous rampage. Sounds amazing. Which I think is based on a true story. <laughs> and it's directed by Elizabeth Banks, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. I'm re- I've got high hopes for this one. She's really good. She's one of those uh, talented people. Good. Mm. All right, well, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to our episode. Mm-hmm. If you did, much appreciated. If you didn't, um, you're not listening. If you didn't, you're not listening. Mm. Then you suck. Yeah, you do. 
You suck. These suck balls. Yeah, a bit much, but yeah, I mean... One ball, one <laughs> ball. You suck one ball. Again, there's no need to go there. Just... What? That's, no, that's, half, that's half as bad. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, please find us on the social media. We're on Instagram, mm-hmm. Films on the Toilet. We're on Twitter, Films on the Toilet. We're on, we're on Facebook, Films mm. on the Toilet. Also... We also have uh, Patreon. Do we? We do. We've been threatening, do- to, threatening to do it for, for ages. We have actually done it. Well, that's good. Because, yeah. you know, this, this podcast isn't going to pay for itself. Yeah, it really doesn't. It's no. uh, very much a burden. Yeah. So uh, if you sign up, you'll get a shout out on the podcast. Yeah. And um, we'll do some other nice stuff as well. Yeah, you get some things. Some good stuff. Yeah. But, you know, just do it to support us. Yeah, we were going to say exclusive to content, but you must realise that what we, we, we include in the actual show is, is, like, just about good enough. Yeah. Like, everything we cut is diabolical. Dog dirt. We can say it's exclusive, but yeah. it's really all the shit that we, we didn't think was anywhere near good enough. You don't want that. We do don't want that. And you know what? We respect you too much to lie to you. I admire that honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Really, we just want you to give us a little bit of help. Send us, send us some gish. <laughs> send us some gish. And uh, send us your dirty cash. <laughs> I mean, I assume, I'm not saying all your cash is dirty, just some of it. Are we money laundering? Yeah, I think, yeah, if you want to launder your money <laughs> via our podcast, I'm Get in touch. pretty open to that. We could rinse through millions. If you would like <laughs> us to rinse your dirty money, get in touch. Yeah, not sure. I don't know why that's a South African yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's a bad influence, isn't he? Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll use that money. I mean, we'll start off by investing, reinvesting in the podcast yes. and marketing. But as it grows, we'll become more and more uh, irresponsible. Yes. Just by, you know, jet skis and... What's the toe rings, first of all, new toe rings? The toe rings, yeah. yeah. New to- and, podcaster toe rings. And then... <laughs> Obviously, we'd, we've been saving up for a podcaster bus. Mm. That's important, which we can then fill with podcaster wives. Yes. Yeah. So, throw us a solid. Is that a phrase? No, people never say that. Do us a solid. Do us a solid. That's the one. Do us a solid. Don't throw yeah. one. Throw. Oh, that would hurt. I was getting hit by a solid. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Throw something solid at us. <laughs> That's the phrase, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Okay, thanks. There we go. And then we can, um, don't know how it works, but I'm sure you can Google us watching films on the toilet slash Patreon, um, but we'll yeah. link it to on all our social media as well. Perfect. It's going to be quite embarrassing when we've got no one to shout out at the end of the next episode, isn't it? We're, let's make some up. Yes. That's... And then people go like, oh, there's, oh, there's loads of people getting shouted out. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, oh, I want to get shouted out. Chris Evans and Paul Rudd yeah. and... And the other Chris Evans. <laughs> Oh, like TV's Chris Evans, yeah. Yeah. Both Chris Evans is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that'll be it, yeah. And R. Kelly? Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh no, we, yeah. Oh, no. We draw a line at that. No one has money, do we? Listen, R. Kelly, we'll take it this time. <laughs> we will take your money this time, but next next time, want your money. not so sure. Money. All right, well, there you go. That's another one. Another one down. Another one dead. <sighs> another episode battered to death with a baseball bat with nails in the end yeah or uh bat to death with a baseball bat like uh, robert de niro 
Baz and his thugs in the Untouchables. Yeah, he does do that at the dinner table. Yeah. I suppose this is the audio equivalent of <laughs> of someone getting beat <laughs> to death with a baseball bat. It's the long-form audio equivalent. Yeah. You're just sort of sat there enjoying your steak and uh, baked potato. Or your vodka in a brown paper bag. You're in yeah. the ditch. You're in the ditch. Yeah. And then uh, eventually we'll just come along. Give me a little knock on the head. Lights out. I was quite happy in this ditch, but now I feel like I've been killed in it. Yeah. No one wants to be killed in a ditch, do they? We all love, listen, we all love sleeping <laughs> in a ditch. From time to time, we all get a little bit tired on the way home from work. Oh, mm. I can't be bothered to make up the rest of the way. I'm just going to sleep in this ditch. But what we don't want is to get murdered in it. Yeah, there's a, there's a line. Yeah. There's a line. I think we can all agree on that. I think we can. Well, on that note, Eamon. Yeah, well, on that note, let's sort of wait for the Patreon money to start rolling in <laughs> off the back of that what the hell that was yeah all right okay all right yeah keep flushing (laughs) oh